0: Today's podcast is about five ways we've learned to work as teammates. Welcome to a new podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm from Married and Parented. I'm a vlogger on YouTube with my wife, Samantha, and we have three kids Anna, Shay, and Wade. And I just want to talk about me as a dad. I'm going to have my wife on sometimes, my best friend, who's also a dad. And I'm going to be talking about my my faith I'm going to be talking about my faith My walk of a Christian of two years I'm going to be talking about focusing on the family mostly I'm going to be diving in about ways of, of having a better family life as a, as a parent In your marriage, with my marriage And I hope you're going to be uh, hanging out with me Through this journey because I have things I need to say And I have a voice to use And there's going to be things I'm going to be talking about For example of today, five ways to stay on the same team You're listening to me because you know who I am You're a parent You're in a marriage Or you're just about to go into that journey Otherwise, this podcast isn't even going to make sense for you So what we're going to be talking about today, five ways to stay on the same team in marriage. And for the next three podcasts I'm going to be putting out is going to be about marriage. And then we're going to dig into parenting. So once a week is what I'm going to be offering for a podcast, starting with this one, five ways to stay on the same team. So let's get into it. Once again, welcome to my podcast, Married and Parented. I'm a vlogger on YouTube And you can check it out Married and Parented Where we do daily vlogs Day in the life vlogs But right now let's talk about Five ways to stay on the same team One of my wedding vows to my wife Samantha was That I would fight for her and not with her We did pretty well With those vows for the first few years Um, and And then We had kids I didn't think I'm, I'm blaming our children or our childish behaviors. And I didn't think that. Anna came in. Anna was born in 2014. And there were so many challenges with that disconnection, um, unsure where I fit. And the issue I had was sharing love. Because I only had my wife to share love with, and now I had another child. And then we had to share that love. And this was the first time Samantha and I felt like we were on opposing teams. And whether you're in marriage right now or you're about to, if children are something that you want to have or you do have now, that's going to be an issue of sharing love. So here are five ways we've learned to work as teammates. Number one, defining the issue. So outside of stressors can cause us to take, take out our anger and frustration on the people we we feel safest with, right? When we are dealing with work pressures, money issues, difficulties with a child, griefing, you know, we often find reasons to act as though our spouse is at fault, right? And taking a step back to understand, you know, what is really at the root of our pain, anger, or frustration will frequently reveal That our spouse was never the enemy And just it it became a punching bag So Samantha and I began to understand That the health of the team Depends on the condition of the individuals As well as the collective us So Samantha Samantha let me know How how she really was feeling Because finally verbalizing the, the heaviness in her heart She didn't want me to solve it She needed to be sitting down with me and let her in it. Number two. Identify unhealthy patterns. When I would walk through the door after you know, a long day. Samantha's first reaction was to ask how my day was. Because she is selfless. But I was still disconnected with our baby. And that's a challenge I've had. We have three kids now. And each... Each kid, each baby, I felt a disconnection with, and as a dad, that that might be normal. But then one day we decided to talk about it gently, when our defenses were down. It became, it, you know, it became began a series of I statements. For example, I feel like a failure when I come in the door, or I feel like you get defensive and don't understand how i'm struggling just to get through these days then we began to understand the patterns we had to, we had created right so number 3 was we had to set goals and this is probably something you need to do in any kind of relationship that you're in because a directionless marriage quickly becomes a purposeless marriage so you need to set team goals Maybe you have ever dreamed together of adventures and, and you want to pursue them. Think of some of them for, for this month or this year and the decades to come. Maybe your goals include paying off debt, opening a business, passing on faith to the next generation, or meeting all, all your immediate neighbors simply as that, or just serving together at church or volunteering finding a few common goals that you're both excited about pursuing together. Whatever it is, small, big, in between, those are little stages in life that you need to do together and be excited about. All right, number four, we're getting closer towards the end here. Create shared meaning. What I mean by this is add rituals and shared routines to your marriage to create a culture that's unique to just the two of you maybe it's simply as washing the dishes together or or going out for a walk after dinner so you can just debrief about the day consider spiritual traditions such as choosing a verse for your marriage and focusing on that verse as you pray together over your morning coffee i don't drink coffee <laughs> <clears throat> but whatever it is that's so important because a God focused marriage is one that's one and whole together if God is your number one and your spouse is number two you're gonna have a healthy marriage number five this is the last of our five ways we've learned to work as teammates Number five is establish a 15-minute check-in. Because let's let's be honest here. You've probably been in a situation where it's just easy, way too easy to go into my zone after the kids are in bed or either drowning into our favorite TV shows, Netflix, binging, or just numbing our brains and feelings on just endless social media, scrolling, scrolling through. And the former... We justify by saying we're spending time together. The latter we, we justify as connecting with others. We, in reality, we're disengaging from our spouse. A better option we would be is to carve out 50 minutes in the evening and do two things. You ready? These are the two things I would suggest for you. Inquire about your spouse's heart. Ask, what's on your heart today? How are you feeling It may sound like common sense, but just sit with your spouse with with no condemnation and listen to their most prevalent feelings from the day. Don't try to fix it. Just validate it. Share your heart with your spouse. Use feeling words to describe your day. I felt sad when, or I felt angry at. Simply using feeling words strengthens your bond. Try this 15 minute check-in, even a few times a week. When Samantha and I find ourselves in survival mode and becoming intensive uh, towards each other, we use these steps at line above to reunite. Define the issue. Identify unhealthy patterns. Set goals. Create shared meaning. And establish a 15 minute check-in. Doing these five things... Is a way that you can strengthen your marriage, yourself with others of that relationship. I strongly believe that. This has been a really quick uh, first podcast for me here. I am Aaron. This is Married and Parented. I'm going to have my wife on next uh, next week. And it's going to be a great time where we can talk about our communication. She's going to be up front. Uh, <laughs> she has things to say and... She is my rock in my relationship. Thank you for listening. Listen next week to this married and parented podcast. And listen, invite someone to church. It could change their life like it did mine.